Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Let's welcome Good Chop and thank them for supporting the morning stream. Go to goodchop.com slash morningstream120 and use the code morningstream120 to get $120 off across your first four boxes. We love our patrons more than anyone else in the podcasting world. It's true. People like Blaine Robinson, Blair, and Ism. Be like them at patreon.com slash TMS. Coming up on the morning stream, Taylor Swift won the superb owl. Full Benny Hill mode. Sam Adams. He was a pirate, right? Lick the cookie. Jesus saves. He shoots. He scores. Going full Costanza. Boiling water porn. Turf testicle. Social media abstinence. Overwhelming overdog. I suck, but I have fun with it. Part-time piracy. Fremont Street Police will not be involved. The Swift Conspiracy. Half-ass grass with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. That slug is a headliner. And God knows we can use the publicity. Going for an elevator ride. The Morning Stream. If you have job, you wear the pants. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to TMS. It's the morning stream for February 12th, 20... That's a lot of February 12th. <laughs> yeah, but it's a little math problem, right? 2-12-24. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know what? Until you said it, didn't you'll, notice. Nicely you'll take done. It, you'll take it. It's may, maybe not be the most fun numerology, but it's numerology no. yeah, nonetheless. Yeah, I like numerology. I don't I don't get, you know, I don't get like... Uh, uh, what's the word? I don't get weird about it. Like sure. the world's going to end not, because you don't these think numbers it, line up. It predicts the future or anything like that. No, it's not, uh, yeah. some some people do, but I don't. Freaking have right. that. Uh, hey, everybody! It's the morning stream. I'm Scott, and that's Brian, and we're here. We're gonna have some fun. We got some stuff coming up. Um, mm-hmm. Here's the good news. We talked about it. Uh, Brian and I have a little meeting before the before we go live, and <laughs> some of it's right. very exciting. Some of it's very boring. But the exciting thing is, uh, just a reminder: next Monday, so a week from today, tickets for TMS Vegas, Viva TMS Vegas, will be available and on the website. You'll be able to link to it directly at the Frog Pants store, or you can go to uh, VivaTMSVegas.com. And it'll have a link there. And then you'll go off and you'll procure your tickets or ticket. If it's just you, it's fine. And then uh, we all get to hang out in uh, April, you know? Yeah. yeah. And we've got big plans. We've got cool stuff brewing. All For sorts of sure. great things. We can't even talk about some of it, you know? Right. I mean, it is all like, I think the calendar, the the whole thing is pretty much all fleshed out viva tmsvegas.com uh we've got uh, not just the official events but we've got all of the um the listener events as well like the people who want to say hey let's all go to this restaurant for yep. lunch or let's do this 
uh, visit to the Pinball Hall of Fame, which I can't wait to do. Yeah. I'm looking forward. I didn't go last time and uh, definitely want to go this time. Of course, I need to figure out when I'm going to corral you uh, you all-stars into your uh, your Taskville stuff. But fortunately, oh, that, right. stuff is all, that stuff is all going to be pretty well time managed and uh mm. and we won't require anything that will involve uh fremont street police oh good oh good yes that's great yeah that's a wonderful thing did you notice <laughs> i don't know if you noticed this but in the las vegas uh super bowl that was hosted last night uh-huh there yeah. was a camera uh it was all fake it was like cgi but they had yeah. this camera that was always flying under fremont <laughs> <laughs> and I every time oh, I was playing the free but there was one that I watched that there was the CGI strip and it would go over here and show you uh, brought to you by Verizon yep. uh, over here the NFL and then it would get to the end of the strip where um, the Las Vegas sign should be and apparently that's where the uh, Allegiant Stadium uh, uh, is placed right there yeah the, they have a they, the they, middle they of the strip they took some liberties on yeah. uh, locations like a lot you know movies do this we always talk about it right of you, course you yes. watch these movies you're like wait a minute that's not how vegas is laid out it's, but yeah paris is not right next to treasure island no. come on people <laughs> no um but i love yeah, that i, I love those shots under there because it was like it would go under the dome or the you know the the light dome the on fremont yeah. and oh, oh, oh i see yeah, yeah. The, the cover yeah. and the, and the cgi version of fremont was so clean and free of weirdos <laughs> You know, right? Yeah, utopia. No, no people that you're like uh, it's trapped in circles that you're like, don't make eye contact, don't make eye contact, mm. don't make eye contact. Yeah, yeah, that that nun with her boobs out. Do not talk to her. Do not go near her. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of yeah. fun to see. But uh, yeah, it was an interesting presentation. I guess we can talk about that a little bit. The so yeah, Super Bowl's a big deal here in the states and across the world in some uh, circles. Sure, uh, we played American football, uh, not to be confused with football. You, you Europeans and your weirdness and your name right. problem. <laughs> um, anyway, the game that is what you want for a game in the Super yeah. Bowl. You do not want yes. a long drawn out, no scoring game. Although I was worried at first because the score took forever to get points. Sure, on the damn listen, board. Uh, defense wins championships, and uh, they they. Both teams showed that they had what it takes to win a championship yep. based on just defense alone. Yep. I could not believe. I made a decision last night that I'm not looking. This may sound stupid, but I'm not looking at social media today at all. Like I'm, oh, really? I'm abstaining okay. 100%. This morning, instead sure. of kind of checking and looking at replies and stuff, I kept reading a book I'm reading. Uh, I never touched my phone this morning. Uh, only thing I checked it for is to make sure I didn't have any texts from you or any you know anything from the family. Yeah, Other than that, I don't care. Sure. And so I just put it aside. And the reason I did this, this is what prompted it. You uh -huh. might say, "Well, Scott, is it the proliferation of political content on online? Is it the uh, <laughs> is it the the constant barrage of people thinking that Taylor Swift is part of some sort of psyops operation?" Well, and I guess that's redundant, but yeah, sure. But you're kind of close because oh. <laughs> um, the big conspiracy. One of the trending topics last night was that the game was thrown. Uh, in fa it was rigged in favor of the Chiefs, and uh -huh. it was because financially nobody involved could handle them losing, given the Taylor Swift connection and the Travis Kelsey <sighs> connection, and that if the game was lost by the Chiefs, that that billions of dollars would just sieve out, and you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to recover, and so you had to rig it. And, you know, there's this whole thing going on, yes. right? And oh, I just geez. said, you know what? I looked at that. I looked at my phone. I looked at it and I went, I think I'm done with this. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm finally. It's funny that this is the thing that might do it. 
right? A stupid Super Bowl, who cares? A dumb conspiracy theory. But people right, were right. so believing it. They were all blue checks, of course. Of course. Oh, really? Yeah. They were so into it that I was like, I think I think I might be done. I'll, I'll look. I'll use it for um, interact with people. Hey, thanks sure. for the reply. Yeah, sure. We we are doing a show that day. Check my DMs. Oh yeah, the store will have those back in stock. Whatever. Let's talk right. to some. Hey, you seem cool. And How's your daughter doing? I, I'm into that, but I don't want to hear this. A new, you know, doing a new episode of something. You'll post it on there, but you may not post the things that are like. Uh, hey, uh, here's my Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you are going to have some scores in your uh, football game, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you noticed that one. Um, I did. Yes, I got a kick out of it. And I may, I may still post like an idiot, but I am no longer. <laughs> I'm not looking at public feeds anymore. I'm just not going to do it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I see what you're saying. Because so I cannot be... deal with those people anymore. I can't do it. This kind of stupidity be... is just painful for me. Here's my here's my promo. Here's some words of wisdom. See ya. Here's a joke. I'm <laughs> out. A joke. I'm yeah. Out. Yes. Repl- and uh-huh. if you reply, I'll 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 see your reply. I'm checking those. I'll do that. But I am no longer partaking in the public hose. The public oh, hose gosh. is off. Yeah. No. I I I stopped that long ago. Like I basically I feel like I'm in a little. Uh, I'm Bubble Boy, basically, and the card <laughs> says Moops. But I basically only <laughs> look at when I go into Threads. I just go right to the little heart thing and I just see, oh no, I, I, I see the feeds of the people that I follow and, and who follow me and who reply and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Same with um, Twitter. Uh, I'm off the, I don't even look at the fire hose. That's basically just, yep, here's my little, my list of people I follow and who follow me and, and I'm okay, okay, just looking little yeah. blinders. Yeah, have yeah. your blinders on. There's nothing wrong with yeah. it. It's, it's healthy. I actually had a way yeah. better morning, felt better. Like it was just like less bombardment of stupidity and I just can't deal with stupid stuff. It just makes me feel like I have to get involved. So I'm not doing that anymore. I'm done. Social media hands everybody a megaphone. And I think we can all agree. There's a few people out there who just shouldn't have a megaphone. No. Who should still, still maybe whisper. Yeah. (laughs) Not shout into the crowds. Some other mega, some megaphones. Just keep it all to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just keep that megaphone in your room, put it in the pillow and yell at it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, that was a thing. But the game was amazing. Holy shit. That was fun. That was a fun watch. Exciting. Nail biter. To the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was all about 49ers this game. They, back in the day, I've told you this before. I think I told you Saturday, but back in the day, they would be, they were our surrogate team mostly because of uh, Steve young and that connection to utah so it, was, it just felt like hey we got a root for the 49ers and we did and we loved it and we loved joe montana and we loved jerry rice and all this stuff and then all these years later it's jumped around so it depends on how well your broncos were doing we usually would get behind them mm-hmm. and if they weren't yep. winning then we were just like well i like green bay or who or, you know we sort of settle on whatever but always broncos broncos um uh 49ers would get preference because they're close. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yes. then when the Raiders moved to Vegas, we were like, oh, they're actually closest. Now. They became the closest team. Yeah. So we got excited <laughs> about them and, 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 you know, we get all rallied around them and, but they did not great this year. So whatever. Sure. Uh, uh the point is the 49ers are kind of last night. They were kind of our, our team. I have nothing yeah. against the chiefs. They're, they're yeah, fine, but they're, fine. I don't like the overdog. I like the underdog, you know? Yes. Right. And, and, uh, and actually, it's funny because the, the, the 49ers really were favorite uh, by two points favored in the, uh, the spreads in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, it wasn't an overwhelming, there wasn't an overwhelming underdog or overdog, but they're, uh, <laughs> but the, 
you know, the 49ers, and that's who I was hoping for. As a Denver Bronco uh, fan, as a person who lives in Denver, <laughs> the the frequent but not always Denver Bronco sure. fan, sure. Um, the Chiefs are considered rivals uh, to us. So we uh, just by just by proximity mm. don't don't uh, root for the Chiefs. But last night, it's hard not to. I mean. You oh my see, gosh, they're so you good. You see Mahomes kind of saying, oh, yeah, none of my passes and the running game is only working with Pacheco. So, ah, screw it. I'm just going to run in myself constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I swear to God, that last touchdown, yeah. if Pacheco would have run that in, I would have had a nice little $5 turning into $55 oh! parlay bet. Um, I was going to, we were going to do, now turns into a free bet. So we were going to do a degenerate check today and I forgot to ask. Yeah, so did that's you, all right. you just kind of equaled out. You didn't no, lose. But. Didn't you? Well, uh, if you count getting free bets for the, basically I just said, all right, yeah, do, let me do the no sweat bets, which basically is like, if you put $10 on a four way parlay, if it doesn't hit, then we just give you a $10 free bet that you can use on anything else tomorrow mm. or, or, you know, use it whenever you want. But you get it tomorrow. So I have a bunch of these free bets now, but I lost my three parlays that I set up. So I have I had three losing parlays, and I had one on uh, two on the uh, 49ers and one on the Chiefs, kind of hedging, quote-unquote, hedging my bets. Yeah. And, um, and now I have three free bets that I'm going to use and probably do something that I do way better at, which is college basketball or uh, sure. uh, or hockey or something. Those are the Those seem to be the bets where I do a lot better. Well, uh, congratulations on not losing your shirt, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, no shirt lost, and we'll see if maybe I can turn one of these bonus bets into uh, into uh, some some cash, some free cash. Look, there's no question that Mahomes is the next great quarterback, but I have one problem. Yeah. And it's the same problem <laughs> I have like with... Horseshack? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But my biggest problem is it's not just him. It's anybody in sports who, uh-huh. when they get approached by uh, they've just the game is done we've been in overtime they win the game and the reporter comes up and you know wants to get a first reaction out of him why do they always have to blame jesus for the win because i don't like i don't like <laughs> blame it jesus for the win i like the, I, I don't I like, like it because it, yeah. it doesn't what it tells me is like oh okay he wasn't you cannot determine the the football fandom of a deity okay Exactly. Like, like all of a sudden, God said, you know what? Uh, orgies or whoever. Uh, insert name of uh, <laughs> supreme being here. Yeah. Uh, he says, you know, I'm kind of feeling the Chiefs today. I'm yeah. kind of going to, you know, it's not like the, uh, <laughs> he's saying, yeah, I don't want the 49ers to win. Yeah. Uh, so there's a the great, Chiefs. there's a great cartoon that shows a, a guy running in for a touchdown and he's pointing to the sky and he goes, mm-hmm. Jesus, this touchdown's for you. And then it, the second frame is Jesus on a couch watching a, watching a hockey game. I love that. <laughs> you don't care. Nobody That's cares. Awesome. Like, quit quit doing that. Like, I understand. Look, I know that there there's some players with deep religious mm-hmm. stuff. Fine. Sure. That's sure. great. It's totally fine. Have yes. whatever you want to have. But the first thing but, out of your mouth, well, first of all, I want to think, you know, it was God. God, what did it? I'm like, no, you're just no. a bunch of athletes. Yeah. And, you, and part, partly exactly. you got lucky. And also these teams like, are... <laughs> take, 
take the credit yourself. Uh, you know, I trained really hard for this. I really worked hard. I sacrificed a bunch of, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, opportunities to go out and have fun and drink beers with the guys, to go out and do some running and do some some uh, drills and practice. And it was really that that made the difference. Mm. Like, take you know, take ownership that you did it yourself and don't sure. uh, don't give the win to God. By the way, the giving the win to God is. Uh, the hilarious, the basis of the first hilarious five minutes of the TV show Miracle Workers, where uh, Steve Buscemi <laughs> is uh, or Buscemi yeah. is uh, uh, is God and um, or is Jesus, and basically is uh, oh thanks, I love you, oh I love you, like. <laughs> <laughs> He's just watching. He just watches TV and keeps rewinding back to watch this guy say, "You know, really, this one goes out to God. This win." Wow, I love that. I hadn't seen that. That's great. You need to. You need to watch it. Watch the first season. It's a self-contained little, little uh, season, and uh, yeah, and you can. And as much as I hate saying this, you can skip the Mad Max influenced uh, fourth season. Mad oh, Max parody fourth season. Zing, uh, bing a bong. Hate to say it. Maybe you'll like it more. But Maybe I won't though. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah, I know crap when I see watch it. Watch the first. Watch the first season. Have yeah. I ever steered you wrong, Scott? No. I've never steered you wrong. No. Usually, your your your. In fact, I can't think of one where a recommendation wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. you you and I usually agree. It's usually mm-hmm. Team Jibbit on Film Sack. That's how it goes. Usually, yeah. Uh, the commercials I thought were boring and dumb. There there are a couple yeah. of them that made me laugh. The ones that made me laugh were. Probably not supposed to be funny, but they still made me laugh. <laughs> Honestly, I, I couldn't like even tell the, you. Uh, the, I, the April Ludgate, uh, Ron Swanson, you know, the um, Mountain Dew Baja Blast one. With, oh, uh, that was all right. Yeah. That was all right. I mean, again, it's when 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 all things are kind of a C, the thing that's a C plus kind of st- <laughs> rises to the surface. Yeah. Yeah. And I, there's apparently more that I need to see because we went to... Um, uh, my buddy uh, Chris Brown's house and uh, watched the game there with him and his daughter and uh, and and what he described as some epic snacks, which were some epic snacks. I'll bet. And um, uh, we started watching the commercials, but then we started talking about the ukulele and started talking about all these other things. So I think there are a few commercials I might not have gotten the whole the whole thing for. I don't understand why. DoorDash makes you forget stuff. We missed the first part of the commercial that explains that. Yeah, that and, was. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say I, I kind of like the Jennifer Lopez, uh, um, Matt Damon slash. Duncan, yeah, that one. That was pretty funny. Although Duncan's closing like locations left and right. Oh is, really? Is it because they spent all that money on that ad? My gosh, the frick, dude. Because <laughs> they were the two locations that used to be near me gone. Yeah. Oh really? Um, wow. Just poof, gone. And then there was one on on my way south. If I was going to go to the highway up there, that's gone. Uh, mm. Replaced with a Einstein Brothers or something. Okay. Like they're suffering. I think nationwide, not just here. So that was yeah. weird. Um, well, it doesn't surprise me. Their donuts used to be great. Now they're they're uh, meh. Yeah, they're, they're not meh. that great. They're, they're okay. They're still better than Winchell's. They're still better than Krispy Kreme. But but it's a long jump to mom and pop owned bakeries that have just amazing. Donuts and uh, and then Lamar's, which I know is a chain, and I will put them Lamar's is good, head and though. shoulders above above everyone else. Yeah, sometimes a chain is a reason. There's a reason they're a chain. There's a reason. Know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So overall, that stuff, whatever. I didn't care much about it. Here's the my yeah. favorite part, though. Yeah. So we kind of kept it nice and chill. Kim and I stayed well. So we had the kids all weekend for most of the weekend or part of the weekend. No, no pukers this time. Happy kids. Oh, Everything's great. Good. Uh, no problem. I, I I will admit, little feeling in the back of my head, like oh, someone gonna Ralph. Are we gonna have? You know, no one did. It was fine. Uh, 
so we watched it ourselves, uh, just Kim and I, and uh, didn't do any kind of big party or anything. We had, you know, we did our own food and stuff, but it was nice. Just Kim and we haven't had a lot of alone time lately, so this was like our kind of chill out and sit on the couch and eat wings and laugh nice. and hang out with each other. So it was nice. But here's the weird bit: <clears throat> my viewing of it this year was via the Paramount Plus app because mm, okay. we don't, I don't right. have another live TV service to do it on. Sure. And Paramount Plus, <clears throat> owned by CBS, uh, was uh, was also doing it and. For the most part, no issues. Although big moments in the game were the only times I seemed to have any issues. And those issues were, I never lost connection. I never had the service go down. But a few times, the the the, the video would go into full Benny Hill mode. <laughs> and so just, you see the players walking around the field. Yep, they would go really fast. And, and Jim Nance, his voice wouldn't change. So he'd be like, oh, we got something happening on the whatever line. And people just oh, running around right. it was ridiculous yeah. and every time it happened i was too slow getting my phone out to catch it because it was actually the funniest part of the night was just watching this yeah. thing foul up so the the it was okay uh overall though i think they did a decent job with it and i really like jim nance he's a he's a utah connection he used to be a local um sports guy here uh years and years ago back when i was i think a teenager or something is when Jim Nance was here. So I thought the calling of the game was really good. It was just an overall great great game. I enjoyed it. I don't like all the pre-stuff where it's like those guys fawning over over each other at the desk. Like, I get a little tired of all that. It's like, all right, are we going to all just sit around and touch each other's wieners this entire show? (laughs) Like, that stuff kills me. But the actual game, when when cleats hit turf, great. Usher, eh, I don't care. It's fine. It's fine. He's not. Uh, he's. He's. Uh, you know. I'm. I. I know Usher. I mean. I'm. I know of Usher. I know of two of his songs that I recognized he played. I didn't know the other ones. I thought the, the choreography was great. I figure. Uh, every show on the uh, Las Vegas Strip must have been dark because there was not a. Cirque du Soleil absinthe performer that was not on the field of Allegiant yeah. uh, when this was going on. How so convenient, by the way, to have it. They should do the Super Bowl in Vegas every year. All your extras are taken care of. They're just there. I agree. Yeah. They must have leave some crazy. Leave it to Vegas, by the way. Yeah. Leave it to Vegas to create a football stadium that looks like a giant hockey puck and then use it for football. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, can't, I think that thing looks really cool at night, but in the daytime, that looks like a lump. I don't like it. Yeah, looks oh, fine. Really? Looks great at night. Like a lot of Vegas at night, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. It's like wow, the screen out front yeah, is really lighting. cool, and the lighting yeah. and the way it reflects on the black tiling and all that. But in the daytime, it looks like a melted little tar chunk. <laughs> it's just weird. You drive by it, and you're uh, yeah, you're. <laughs> it was a beautiful day Uber. though. Gorgeous sunset, like beautiful skies. All that yeah. rain that cleared out all the the guck and everything that made Vegas look like the place to be. That looked really nice. So, sure. Anyway, because it's a good time, had fun. Yeah, you fun. know, it's it's America's weird pastime, and we're into it. All right. Sure, sure. And I'm glad it's over. Sorry, I'm glad. Glad football is over. Football uh, during my degenerate gambling uh, experiment did not win me much money. I uh, still wasn't your best knew, friend. Knew, yeah, no, way better with basketball and hockey and stuff. So, well, when we get our hockey team, which apparently is imminent, um, mm, really NHL team, yeah, we're getting an expansion team here soon. Uh, uh-huh. You'll have a new team to bet on or against because cool. they probably suck. And by the way, someone earlier said, "What about the Arizona Cardinals?" I don't root for them because they're never within striking distance of needing to be rooted for. They're they're bad. 
No offense, but they never right, get there. Right. They need a lot more than just you rooting for them. Yeah, the, they're yeah, like the Detroit yeah. Lions. They've been around since the league started, and they how often do they get in the playoffs? Like a million to one, and they finally yeah. did. Well, then I get excited. It's like that. So I'm a fair weather fan is what I'm saying. Sure. Uh, sure. Real quick here, we got a, a call from somebody about something that made me laugh, and I think Amy, is Amy oh, in the chat? Because Amy needs to hear this. If she's not, I'll send it to her later, okay. but... Uh, this is great. Check I think she has. Hey. I saw her earlier. Yeah. Oh, she. Okay, cool. Here you go. Hey, TMS. Uh, one of the things you need to add to your list, Scott, is to start Dungeon Crawler Carl. The reason I know <laughs> you haven't started it is because you're not talking about it because you would be talking about it because it's that good. So now that you got Parasite out of the way, put that one to the top of the list. Have a great day. Love the show. I'm totally reading this series. Wow. And I've yeah. said it on the show before that I'm reading it right now. Yeah, you you even said you were reading it uh, when when Amy described it, or no? You had known about it when Amy described it, and uh, well, she introduced it to me. I had heard okay. of it, but she introduced That's, me to yeah. like, oh, this is good, by the way, because I always thought the yeah. name sounded so stupid. I just sort of wrote yeah. it off, and she was like, oh, you got to read it. So I started after her recommendation, mm-hmm. and uh, that is an amazing. That first book's incredible. I'm doing. I'm going to do the whole damn thing. There's a new one coming. But I, I'll, but then I also brought it up numerous times. But yeah, I, I guess I'm not fawning over it like Mad Max Fury Road or something. Sure, but that's sure. not because I don't what like people it. Don't think that you're. It's like apparently like CrossFit, where well, I know he doesn't do CrossFit, otherwise he'd be talking about CrossFit <laughs> all the time. Exactly, or or cold bath uh, therapy, whatever that is, where you get right. Into, yeah, I, yeah, right. Sure. I, someone tried to talk me into that the other day. Who was that? Some friend of mine. Anyway, he's texting me. He oh, said, really? "You need to try this. Oh, you'll feel so much better. It'll change your life." Oh, I would say, question your friendship with that person. <laughs> like, really? I don't know, if, man. If I want to get into that, this sounds awful. Yeah. Uh, you know. I did uh, finally download uh, "We Play Games" to my iPad to listen to. I feel like that's that's different from an audiobook because it's more of like an audio drama. It's the thing that uh, Amy recommended last time we had her on, which was the the couple. Um, that uh that the kind of toys with the lives of their neighbors and friends so oh like, yeah, right yeah looking forward to looking forward to checking that out you're gonna have to report on that i'm curious about I it i will yeah yeah um, it sounded sounded great when i when i heard the clip oh we also had a little birthday dinner for tina took her out to uh oh. Trattoria Stella, which nice. is a really nice italian restaurant here in town yep. had a bunch of her friends and um Oh, I saw pictures. Uh, I, did I see the the real Chris Brown in that shot? You saw the real Chris Brown right next to me and Crazy Neighbor and Mrs. Crazy Neighbor and then our friends who own the candy store in Georgetown, uh, Kathy and Scott. And uh, boy, another when you come to Denver, go to visit Georgetown and the candy uh, store there because it's some great stuff. That's awesome. I'm glad you had a good birthday. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Everybody needs a good birthday, you know, here and there. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Except me, I don't care much. It's like whatever. No, you need a good birthday. Even I, if it's not, you know, you don't need a party, but you need a good birthday. Everybody yeah. should have a good day on their birthday. You know what? That's a fair point. I'm going to now, I'm going to change my attitude and I'm going to agree with you. There you go. You. Good, good. Good news, everybody. You guys remember the TMS mug that says, stay, uh, say safe on the back of it? <laughs> well, it was very popular during the pandemic. Yes. Yep, yeah, we did pretty well with this one. Well, guess what? We're preparing for the future. Uh, the episode 3000 mugs are still a ways off. We're at episode 2598, by the way. So we're nearly at the 2500 mark. But when we get to 3000, we're going to have a brand new mug in preparation for that to make room. This mug was normally 16 bucks. Mm-hmm. We are doing a clearance sale. Rock bottom price here, $4.99 for the Stay Safe mug. 
or the say Stafe mug. Get out. That uh, must be a misprint, that price. It's, what? It's crazy, right? This black morning coffee mug, amazing thing. It's been here forever. We're having a clearance sale. Five bucks, four ninety nine uh, for this thing. And they are going to be, when they're gone, they're gone. There is no reprinting. There is yeah, no second batch. Yeah, yeah, they're they amazing. Solid. They are solid. They are attractive. They're solid. They hold a lot of coffee or tea or whatever your drink of choice yeah. is. Yeah, whatever your little hot beverage is, you know? Yeah. Just put yeah. it in there. Um, chat, I'll put it in your chat here real quick so you guys have a link to it if you're interested. And anybody at home, just go to frogpants.com slash store and uh, check out the clearance section there, and you'll find it. There's a couple of things in there that are on clearance, but that's the one you're going to want since you listen to the show. So please... Get the mug and get it going. Um, okay, finally. One last thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so I'm going to announce. Uh, so we have our play date coming up at the end of this month, the 23rd, uh, Friday the 23rd. What, uh, two weeks basically from where we're at now. And um, normally we do, you know, Jackbox, nor normally we do Among Us, something like that. We're going to do something totally different. Um, big thanks to Alkabob, who does the interfaces and the games that we use for uh, Feud and for Half-Asses, which we'll be doing in a minute here. Uh, he's come up with something with, he and I have come up with something based on, oh, I don't know, it might be based on a game show that's currently on by Rob Lowe, but we'll, we won't even talk about that. Uh, it's called The Pond, and because uh, you're the tadpole, it's The Pond. So uh, basically it's a it's a trivia game where you take territory away from other tadpoolers. So we need contestants, and uh, tomorrow I'll do another announcement, but I'll have a sign-up form. But what I want you to do as you hear this is be thinking about a category that you think you're pretty good at in trivia, something that you're pretty pretty knowledgeable about, and uh, um, you're going to get some trivia questions based on that category. Uh, so uh, tomorrow you'll have a little sign-up form, and I have to write a crap ton of trivia questions because of this but you have to also make sure that you're going to be available to play live on the on the 23rd there's no you can't not not be here live you have right. to play live yeah so and the whole idea need, the whole idea here is discord and yeah. you're oh that's what i was gonna say you got it we got to be able yeah. to hear you um we gotta have you on audio exactly. yeah so there's a couple of caveats like that but for the most part that sounds like a lot of you who we know we need was it 16 you said people uh, at like 16 minimum, but I could do 25. It has to be a square number. Okay. Uh, so times that by how many questions is it? If you had, let's say you had 20. Uh, three, three questions per, <laughs> per player. So it's oh, going to be man. 75 questions. Some of which are going to be categorized. I, I know nothing about, but I'm going to do my best to write something that's challenging. Um, that's and, a lot. Uh, it is a lot. And I think, you know, if, well, we'll talk about times and stuff, but we might need to start at nine just so we have enough time to, to do it all. So we'll, uh, we'll see. All right. Well, there but, you have uh, it. Yeah. So be thinking about your, your category and then I'll have a sign up form and, um, you, uh, you'll sign up with your, your screen name, your, your discord name or whatever, and your category. And if multiple people want the same category, I'll have to do some sort of, uh, DM talking to both of you to figure out which one who gets it and who has to come up with something else. Excellent. Can't wait for this. Yeah. Tell you what else I can't wait for. The sultry sounds of the voice box belonging to Brian Dunaway. Hey, man. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hey. Hello. That sure was some fun last Thursday in the world of Unreal Tournament again, wasn't it? It was a good time. Oh, did you guys play yesterday? Dang it. No, no, not yesterday. Friday Friday. we played. Yeah. Friday after after Play Retro. But we're going to play again tonight. 
What time? I forgot. Yeah, six uh, six thirty p.m. Eastern time or four thirty Mountain time. Mm. Whatever. Four thirty yeah. Mountain. I'll be there. I'm playing for sure. Uh, I'm playing for sure. Brian, as well. you should, you should to try Amy to get in there. I want to play. Yeah. So yeah. What time oh. do you say? So basically four thirty our time. Four thirty right? our time. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Making a note. There. I, I'm I'm ready. I've got my textures downloaded. I've got Ooh. my I've I've customized my dude so he's a I weird love every, alien dude. I, yeah. I love every time I talk to somebody who's about to join and, and play for the first time in, in decades, <laughs> yes. and they all say the same thing. I am ready. And then they get in there and they're like, Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. This is too fast. Yeah. Oh, I know. Right. I have no doubt. I am just gonna get like <laughs> I I I I can't even keep up with the bots. Like I play the bots yeah, and it's yeah. like uh, uh you've you know <laughs> you've killed five bots and the bots have killed you all twenty times. It's so, challenging, yeah. man. It's a it's a hell of a thing, but we're gonna be doing suck, it again. It's I, gonna be great. I've, I suck, but I have fun at it. So oh, but go. there's so many great people in the Frog Pants Diamond Club Mission Deep community that are just gotten so good at it too. They yeah. they totally pick back up. You know, those diamond group people aren't allowed. They can't come in. Oh, I didn't know that. No. I'm sorry, the diamond, diamond group. group. They can't they can't even play anyway because they all they need their fingers and they're too busy. Uh, doing the symbol to actually uh, play the game because you need all your fingers for the keyboard, but they're too busy doing this. Yeah. Oh, oh. wow. Um, I don't know what the diamond. I don't know what the diamond club did to you guys. Wow. Wow. Well, you know. Uh, let's go. Let's. Clara never told you to f off. Uh, let's get into it. Hey, we're gonna play a game and try to win some prizes for people. Brian, but do you want to explain how that works and? Oh, this is gonna go. I sure will. Welcome to the Morning Half-Ass. is a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you the answers. I'll give Scott and Brian a category and six possible answers, three of which are correct and three uh, of which are much like my former pronunciation of the of the uh, website Temu uh, is just flat out <laughs> wrong. Um, you get, uh, depending on how confident you feel with the category, you can provide one, two, or three guesses, but if you get any of those guesses wrong, you get zero points for that round. Get one right, get a point. Two right gets you three points. Three right gets you five points. The total number of points uh, determines the winner, of course. If you get any wrong, you get zero points for that round. Did I say that? And the most player with the most points after three rounds win the prize for their contestant. Contestants pulled from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Scott, you're playing for Kelly Beach, up close to me here in Brighton, Colorado. Nice. Nice. Um, I'm not a fan of Brighton, but you know, (laughs) Brian, you're. I'm kidding. I like Brighton. My problem with Brighton, here's my problem with Brighton, is that I like to. I want to stay in the city. When I'm lifting, when I'm Ubering, I want to stay in the city. And, sure. and eventually somebody wants to go up to Brighton. When and did- Brighton Brighton is like the pool filter. Once you get into Brighton, you can't get out of Brighton. When did you, you guys, slowly when did you guys go scorch earth on everything? What is... <laughs> my school, I went to Brighton High School, so this 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 stings a little. Oh, even that's there. funny. Your yeah. Brighton might be might be uh, easier to get out of than, than my Brighton. Mm. And uh, the UK's Brighton I love because they've got that awesome candy called Brighton Rock. Queen liked it so much, they made a whole song about it. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Brian, you're going to be playing for Ethan in Melbourne, Australia. I don't know how their candy is. Yeah. They're it's kidding. fantastic. I have, yeah, of course, you've never gotten any candy from Down Under. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all, but it's got eight legs oh, and moves. Their candy yeah, is a well, spider. Yeah, well, I've had uh, Purple Flake. No, what's it called? Purple Crumble. Violet Pur- Crumble. Violet Crumble? That stuff's great, yes. Violet Crumble. <laughs> Violent Crumble down there. No, no, Violet Plum, Crumble. Plum <laughs> Rumble. Or Crumble will kill you. Yeah, watch yeah. out. It's a whole spider inside of that. Exactly. All right, let's get to the game. We've got uh, three categories here. Oops, I need to reload. Reload the page. Reload, reload. I, I let it sit for too long. All right, 
your first category and your six possible answers. Um, characters from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. We're familiar with Alice's. We, we all love Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. We love it. We love it. We call her. We call her Alice. Right. We love Alice. Um, all right. Al- characters from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Uh, your choices are. The Dodo, the King of Hearts, the Jabberwock, Tweedledum and Tweedledee, the Walrus and the Carpenter, and the Mock Turtle. Oh my Which of gosh. these uh, three are uh, uh, from the book and which three are not from the book? I think one of them is a trick, so I'm going to avoid it. Uh... I can't, yeah. I, we've, never, we've never had a tricky tricky, but it's not technically, but yeah. Um... Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, both of you locked in. Let me put. Yeah, pay, me, pay attention. <laughs> just Stop. Let me don my Stop glasses me. here. <laughs> All right. Uh, it seems like uh, like uh, Captain Kipper saw the what we were putting down. Um, the dodo is from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Yeah. The Jabberwock is mentioned in Alice's Through the Looking Glass, uh, as are Tweedledum and Tweedledee. a trick. Two it different was books. A trick. Yeah, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland featured the dodo, the king of hearts, and the mock turtle. And uh, the Jabberwock, Tweedledum, and Tweedledee, and the walrus and the carpenter were all from Alice Through the Looking Glass. I thought gotcha. king of hearts... Well, there definitely is the Queen of Hearts, the, right? The Queen of Hearts is in, right. So First. the King of Hearts appears yeah. in Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. The Queen of Hearts appears in Alice Through the Looking Glass. Damn it. I, that just shows how little I know about I that know. Series. It was a, the, you were talking about, tricksy. exactly. And you were like saying, oh, finally we get a question that isn't a trick. Oh, good job, Brian. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Jerk. So much for that. Jerk. All right. Well, let's see if this one is a trick or not. Historical pirates. Which of these are historical pirates? Blackbeard, Red Rackham. <laughs> Rackham, hardly even know him. Captain <laughs> Hook, Captain Morgan, Calico Jack, and Mad Jack. Three of those are historical pirates. Um, Three of them are not. Oh, gosh, dude. Uh, I'm going with two again. I'm a I'm pirate. Sc- I'm scared. All right. Uh, okay, you're both locked in. Both of you locked in with two. Both of you locked in with Blackbeard. Yeah, Blackbeard was a pirate from 1680 to 1718. I guess he was alive from those dates. He was only a pirate from <laughs> most of those years. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Not all of them. Yeah. Yar. He's legendary, um, that guy. He's great. Captain Morgan is a rum, but yeah, he's he also is. a pirate. He's Captain also Morgan a pirate, a pirate, baby. Pirate. Shit. From 1635 yeah. to 1688. Calico Jack, also a pirate. Red Rackham is from Tintin. Captain Hook, of course, is from Peter Pan. And Mad Jack is its own animated series. You know what I did? I mixed up Captain Morgan with the beer from the one of the... Who was the founding father that made beer? Uh, Oh, uh, Ben Franklin. No, the other one. uh, 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 Shit. Sam Adams? Sam Adams. Samuel oh, Adams. Sam Adams. Yeah, okay. So I was thinking Samuel Adams for some reason. I'm like, well, he wasn't a pirate. <laughs> Hilarious. Damn it. I got my drink. This is a problem when you're not a well, drinker. Well, see, if you hung out with, if you hung out with Diamond Group, as you Diamond call them. Group, yeah. <laughs> they talk about Captain Morgan. Well, they used they to do. all the time. Yeah, yeah, they used to do the skit. Jerry would put his leg up on something and yeah. be, uh, yeah. Yeah. 
And get interviewed by uh, Schwitty. Uh, all right. One last question, Brian, going into question three with three points. Scott, zero points, so you probably better go for this one. Yeah. Um, objects visible to the naked eye in the night sky. So which of these things, according to NASA, can you My see? My junk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Sure. Uh, all right. <laughs> Better known as the Little Dipper. Yeah. Um, if, uh, which of these can you see, according to NASA, without the aid of any uh, equipment? The Crab Nebula, the Small Magellanic Cloud, Neptune, the moons of Saturn, Uranus, and Mercury. Hmm. Which of which three of those can you see unaided with the naked eye in the uh, night sky? I think I know some of this. Shit. I'm going to have to go for it, right? You do have to go for go it. Go for yeah. it, dude. Oh, uh, all right. Bruh. I don't know. Okay. All right. Scott, you locked in with uh, three of them, the Crab Nebula, the Moons of Saturn, and Neptune. Brian, you locked in with also with the Crab Nebula and Mercury. Uh, you can actually see... The small Magellanic Cloud, oh, Uranus, and Mercury with the naked eye. Scott, you picked three. The, the three that weren't. Oh, wow, that's embarrassing. Uh, you know why this is embarrassing? I've been watching so much astrophysicist oh, stuff. Oh yeah, with uh, right Ronnie all Co- kinds uh, of stuff. Yeah. Brian Cox, uh, Brian Cox, uh, not Ronnie Cox. No, Ronnie Cox. <laughs> we talked about. That's what confused. We talked about that. <laughs> the bad guy in RoboCop. He knows a lot about. Yeah. You know, yeah, he's so he's so great at that sort of. He's thing. really good. But yeah, I've been so into it lately, and like reading all kinds of stuff and just going deep and I I feel dumb now. I guess you never talked about seeing right. stuff with the naked eye. Oh, no, man. exactly. Mm. I would have said Crab Nebula as well. I thought that you could see yeah. maybe not, you obviously wouldn't be able to make out the shape of the Crab Nebula but you could at least see the the yeah. fuzzy uh, light that you, that uh, makes up the nebula. Well, that means that, uh, Brian, you win for your contestant Ooh. who's, uh, who's like I said, uh, Ethan in Melbourne, Australia. Yeah. Uh, Violet Crumble. Yeah. Um, uh, he's also going to get a copy of Soldiers. That's Soldiers oh. with a U. Mm. Uh, soul. Because they, they fight with soul. And uh, Midnight Fight Express. Don't uh, know what the that worst is. train to no. be on. Yeah, I don't know what that is. That sounds like something you... Well, the only rule is you never talk about it, I guess. So that's what yeah, I'm that's right. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. But uh, Kelly Beach in Brighton, you're going to get a copy of LX2. I don't know what that is. I don't know what any of these games are, but by golly, they're fun. And they were sent to us again. Big thanks to Wesley for sending us these games. Nicely Wesley. done. Here, I'll give you this one, Dunaway. Congratulations. Oh, you're thank a you. winner. I get this. Oh, that's okay. Oh, I'll do better Fletcher next time. played. Fletcher played Unreal Tournament with us. Yeah, he did. Really? Yeah, he did. Nice. Yeah. He played Friday, and hopefully he'll show up again tonight. I don't know who's going to be there, but I know I'm going to be there. It sounds like Gibbet will be there. Uh, Dunaway will be, be there. A bunch mm-hmm. of us will be there, and uh, it'll all lead in nicely because once that's over with, Carter and I have a new episode of the Monday show this uh, this evening. Ooh. So oh, cool. uh, that'll happen right after that. So uh, make, yeah. your, make your entertainment uh, Monday plans now, everyone, and stick to frogpants.tv. Uh, shooting it right up your crab nebula. Yeah, I you can't wait for that. Will. That's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Brian, kiss our butts and suck a No, egg. you. Bye. All right, he's out. And uh, yes. that gives us five minutes to do some quick news, which I'm going Let's to do, do quick news. right now. Whoops. Right now. It's time for the news brought to you by... A lake walk where high only happened going south. Scott, please explain. So this weird thing happened yesterday. Kim and I were going to walk uh, all the way the length of this lake we live near. It's about a 45-minute uh-huh. to and 45-minute back. Good, 
good high intensity nice. up, up yeah, down all that distance uh-huh. yeah and we were going to stop at this new pizza place they had over there which we wanted to see how it was and support it, it was really good by the way but i don't remember the name anyway uh, <laughs> i go all the way over there and i noticed that on the north walk going to it we said hi yeah. to about 15 people as yeah. they passed us nobody replied yeah. not a soul. Oh, not that. a soul i hate that yeah. i hate it too on the way back Everybody, maybe that equal number or more, replied and said hi. So I don't know what's going on with the southbound thing where everyone's very friendly, like sure. we were going north. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it was everybody going south was not happy, but everybody right. going north was happy. I can't Because you, you were walking north, but the people who were walking towards you were walking south. Yeah, I don't know what that yeah. was about. It really was weird, and I didn't like it. it- so I, I get irritated and I, you know, and I shouldn't, it's basically like, you know, people have the prerogative of saying hello and they don't not saying hello. Right. I get it. Yeah. But, but I frequently like when I'm on the bike, um, I always say, you know, coming up on your left mm-hmm. and then when I pass them, I say, thank you. And only about a third acknowledge me at all, even with like just a nod or a have a nice day or, or yep or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, cheer up people. You want to go full Costanza on these people and yell that exactly. we live in a society. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like none of them, some of them will just, they'll go to the side and then they'll just not even talk. Like I'll yeah. say thank you. I'll say have a nice day. And, and, uh, and I, you know, I know that I, I see the ones that have earbuds in and, and I understand that. But if you're, if you can hear me, yeah. If you can hear me say on your left and I say thank you, you're welcome. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and My we, pleasure, live, or, we live in a society. Uh, no problem. Or, yeah. Exactly. What Does it hurt you at all to just smile? It's all I, all I want is something that we're people, right? Let's acknowledge each other as people. Can we be people yeah. to each other? And now I will ignore anything Claire says because she'll say it's something about being American. Right. <laughs> right exactly. We don't do that in Ireland. Everybody says hello to each other because that's the crack. Yep. You throw a potato. That's all you do. You throw a potato. <laughs> uh, one quick news story that we'll get to here. Uh, a mother has been jailed three years. It's a pretty long time for splashing boiling water on a porn watching son. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's, uh, I'd like to know precisely when she did it. Or mm. on what? <laughs> I don't know. That's terrible. A woman was sentenced to three years in jail by uh, the Malika Sessions Court. Malika, I guess is what you say. Yeah, Malaka. Yeah, where is this? Uh, This this is is Malaysia. Malaysia, okay. Malaka, Malaysia. Malaka, Malaysia. It's fun to say. Salam. Says, for splashing boiling water on her son after she caught him watching pornographic videos on her phone. Jeez. Sinar Harian. Did she use a red tube to uh, pour the boiling water? Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) A red tube. And, uh, a red tube. I don't know what that means. I don't get it. Somebody else. Said yeah, what is that? Red I just tube. What they said. I don't yeah, know. Chat, what is that? What is red tube? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, it's handed down the <laughs> sentence. 38-year-old woman who pled guilty after the charges were read. She was charged with intentionally inflicting severe injuries on her then 13-year-old son by splashing boiling water at a house Jeez. in a civil serv- servant's residence area in Sungai Undang. Sure. Malika, around 2.56 a.m. Oh, man, right in the middle of the night. Yeah. Nothing good happens after midnight. Use earbuds, kid. Yeah. (laughs) Do do something to, I don't know, go somewhere. No, that's horrible. That is uh, horrendous. Yeah, that's not good. It says here, however, the um, uh, friend's mother lodged a police report after the friend saw his injury. So that's how this got reported. 
The mother of five who is not represented pleaded to a lighter sentence as she has three younger children, a six-year-old disabled child and a four-year-old and a six-month-old. But I'm still going to put her in jail for three years? Uh, that's mm. a lot. Uh, let's see. Also, following the incident, she suffered increased stress as a, a psychiatrist patient and had to increase her medical dosage, medicine dosage, with the permission of her doctor from 50 milligrams to 100 per day. <laughs> so up your dosage, basically, is yeah. what uh, you're sentenced to jail and up your dosage. Yep. Those are the yeah. rules. We don't make them up. Yeah. No. Yep. Uh, child abuse, animal abuse. I, I have very little sympathy for any of that yeah i'm trying to think (laughs) yeah i'm trying i'm trying to think of what my kid there's nothing i can think of that any of my kids would have to do react like that nothing anything it would they would have you know what it would have to be they'd have to be charging their mother with a knife sure and then i'll do something physical to stop them but yes but probably not searing them with boiling water i don't know why that played (laughs) yeah you're right that's i mean that's horrible it's so it's boiling That's water. Right. They're gonna you can die from that. Exactly. Or the worst have like I don't know. Can you get third degree burns from boiling water? You probably can. Probably can. Yeah. Use just you know hot coffee. It's it's not quite as hot. It's right. Not, uh, it's not gonna it's not gonna blister or or you know wreck your uh, wreck your epidermis. But uh, it gets the point across as we've as we've learned uh, from uh, numerous Jason Bourne films, transporter films. Just a cup of hot coffee can. Uh, that's yeah, all you need. And you use McDonald's all coffee, you, you might get money out of it. You know, <laughs> right? Sue them for the big money. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Bobby's here to do some science talk with us today. Bobby! We'll see yeah, how how cool. far away his crab nebula is when we bring him on. So that'll be soon. Stick around. Before that, though, I sure could use some music, Brian. Well, I've got some I've got some music for you, and I'm bringing it to you from a uh, a couple of siblings that perform under the name the Muo Duo M U O D U O Muo Duo. Um, this is uh, Miles and Winter uh, Miles, and then his uh, younger sister Winter. They uh, just released in 2022 an EP called After Pop. I think we may have even played something from that here. They've got a brand new. Uh, single that they've released called uh, Exciting Times. But uh, Winter, who uh, you'll hear in this song, doing the doing vocals as well, um, she's just 15, and she appeared in uh, as young Elsa in Disney's production of Frozen on Broadway. She is, uh, she's been on Sesame Street. She was in Diary of a Wimpy Kid, as well as Manifest on uh, Netflix. Mm. Uh, and she's a great singer. Here are Muo Duo and Exciting Times. It's been 
taking it day by day But you're slowly losing pieces Burning up, melting away In the atmosphere Guess who has some really great meat in his meat locker? It's not really a meat locker. I have a, I have a freezer in the in the garage, and it keeps all my meat fresh and frozen. And uh, good news is I got a bunch of new meat in there. Look, everybody wants to start off on the right foot in their year, right? They want lean quality products. They want to eat well. They want to have enough energy to get done what you got to get done. Look, I'm not going to run over to the butcher shop every time I get a you know a hankering for a quality fresh cut of meat. It's just not going to happen. And that's why Good Chop is going to be such a lifesaver here in the Johnson home. Good Chop offers fully customizable boxes of high-quality meat and seafood with no antibiotics or added hormones delivered to your door on your schedule. Go to goodchop.com slash morningstream120. Use the code MORNINGSTREAM120 to get $120 off across all those four first boxes. It's a really, really good deal. Uh, Yeah, look, here's the other thing you can do. You can go check out all the stuff they got, right? Uh, My favorite thing is when I opened this box was these big old steaks. Oh, man. It was really, really looking good. We're we're talking 100% grass-fed ribeyes, USDA prime filet mignon. Oh. There's some chicken breasts in there. Free range, by the way. Organic chicken breast. Pork tenderloin. Thick cut bacon. What else can you ask for? There was even some really good fish. Anyway, uh, life turned better when that happened because uh, yesterday for the Super Bowl, we had some lovely steaks. Mm, mm, mm. I'm telling you, having it come to your door when you want it, how you want it is a trip. And it's amazing. The products are vacuum sealed and frozen at peak freshness so you can stock your freezer and cook when you want to. And they're so confident in the quality of their cuts, they offer 100% money-back guarantee. Love Good Chop or get the money back. 
Go to goodshop.com slash morningstream120 and use the code morningstream120 to get 120 bucks off your first four boxes. That's code morningstream120 at goodshop.com slash morningstream120 for $120 off. Can't beat that deal. Get in there. Attention all players. The third game will begin shortly. That was a nasty gash. And we've returned. Who was that one more time? Sure. That was the band Muo Duo and their brand new single. Their forthcoming EP is going to be called The Muo Theory. Uh, it'll be the first of three EPs that the band is going to be dropping in the near future here. That's the song Exciting Times from Muo Duo. Muo. It's fun to say. Muo Duo. It is. Muo Duo. Yeah. Good time with that. Yeah. All right. How scientific are you feeling? I'm feeling very scientific. I feel like uh, the. I feel like if nothing else, all the epic snacks that I ate at the uh, Super Bowl party I went to, uh, there was a lot of science involved oh. in making those epic snacks. Oh, and, good uh, because uh, yeah. great news, everybody. We have a guy here who can help suss that all out. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, thank goodness indeed. Let's play his little intro. Where is it? Here it is. Nope, that's not it. Science. Bob is hungry. And the soup looks good. It surely does. Bobby Frankenberger, uh, also bound for <laughs> Vegas in a couple of months. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, do you like the emphasis on burger? How do you, how do you feel? I prefer like the emphasis on Franks. Oh, oh really? <laughs> Frank. Okay. Right. Or Frank. But should we yeah. change the audio to say, and the burger looks good? Yeah, and the burger <laughs> looks good. I'd have to go find some old-ass 1940s audio of a burger, some burger talk, but I can do it. I feel good yeah. about it. When I was chances. a kid, I thought I was a genius... Uh, that I'd come up with the restaurant idea that was gonna I was gonna just sell hot dogs Franks, and hamburgers, Franks and, Franks and, burgers. and burgers. Yeah, sure. And, I re- and then I realized that's like the first place everybody goes. When they hear me. <laughs> yeah. But it would be Bobby's yeah. Franks and Burgers, though. Bobby's right? Franks yeah. and Burgers. I love. It. I think I there think probably are restaurants called Bobby's Franks and Burgers. Like I wouldn't or, be surprised. Or, or Bill's Franks and Burgers. There's yeah, definitely yeah. something somebody's Franks and Burgers. Yeah. You're yeah. making me hungry for both Franks. And it's burgers. not an unusual matchup is what I'm trying to right, say. Right. Yeah. That sounds fantastic right now. I may have yeah. I may have a poor lunch today. We'll see how it goes. Anyway, uh, Bobby, it's good to have you here. We bring Bobby on Thank for you. some science because this guy hosts a really great science podcast called All Around Science, which you can find anywhere you find podcasts. And uh, today, I, I don't know what you brought. I'm just going to guess it's good. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> well, it was funny because at the start of the show, you were like, I promise you guys we're not going to talk about the, the sports and the Super Bowl a bunch, but uh, and uh, mine's Super Bowl inspired. So. Sweet. <laughs> Is it? That's okay. The science of Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. I would love to hear more. Please tell us. Well, what, I was reading an article um, on Ars Technica. is a great uh, website I like to peruse for science information, and I just they've got a lot of really good. I like the way they write. Um, and uh, I saw an article on there that was um, it was a, talking about uh, talking about this controversy that I didn't even know existed. So let me start. If anybody's worried that we're going to be talking a bunch about sports, I don't follow football at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Um, Not at all. None yeah. of it. Really? No. Wow. I mean, I'll occasionally like my daughter occasionally gets into. Um, just watching the, the University of South Carolina football games, and so we'll watch those together. But if sure. we're not, I'm not following it anyway. I'm just like 
spending time with my daughter. <laughs> sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, being a dad. Um, I get it. So this is not... You know, so anyway, that that's the that's the disclaimer. But the it's a controversy I didn't know existed, which is a controversy between whether to use real grass or fake grass mm. on football mm-hmm. fields. Okay, sure. Um, in fact, the national Fo- the NFL Players Association has been lo- trying to for the past few years apparently get f- uh, fake grass banned in in the NFL. Oh wow! Okay, um, because the claim is. That it, that uh, that that fake grass or astroturf or whatever artificial turf is being used increases the rate of injuries. Sure, because um, it's more slippery or something. It's that. Um, well, the reasons vary widely as to why they think that is, and that might give you a little bit of a hint on where the article comes out on um, on whether this actually is an, a phenomenon that exists, and it's it's kind of mm-hmm. unclear is mm-hmm. is really what it is but but there's a there's a history behind it and there's some there's really interesting stuff to be learned about like what causes these injuries and whether or not the the thing that you're running on the the grass mm-hmm. uh actually can have an impact on whether you're whether you get injured during the course of a football game sure right astroturf did you know that AstroTurf was invented by Monsanto? <laughs> I'm sorry, no, oh, really? I did not know that. <laughs> That's probably no, some. No there's idea. probably fuel some conspiracy or something. I was about right? to say that. Yeah. So that doesn't that doesn't uh that doesn't make the case for AstroTurf much better. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was invented in 1968, and when they invented it, they claimed that uh, that AstroTurf would reduce the injury rate for football players actually by 80%. That was their claim. Mm-hmm. Um which is a lot of of uh injury reduction. Um it didn't I'll cut to the chase. It didn't reduce injuries by 80%, but that was their claim. Um the the data that people pulled out to see whether or not injury rates were reduced, it looked like it might have been about the same, or that that grass. The fir- one of the first studies looked like it showed that real grass actually had lower injury rates than astroturf a little bit, and so that's where the controversy started. So the reason I bring all that up is that this controversy has existed for a long time. Interesting. Um, I would have I would have yeah. thought if you if you said to me like as a contest or one of Brian's uh, Babel Royales or something, I would have mm-hmm. said. Uh, that astroturf would be significantly higher on the injury rate because it doesn't have like the soft earth part, mm-hmm. or maybe I don't well, understand. Well, they've done AstroTurf. a lot of over the years. They've made a lot of changes to astroturf to make it um, as close to feeling like real grass as possible. You know, it used to just be like polyethylene fibers um, that were like sewn into like a carpet base, and then it would just be rolled out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but over time it's been, they've added a, a mix of other types of fibers, um, into, into that. And they've added extra padding underneath and all these kinds of things to make it feel as close to real grass as they can. Cause that's the goal, right? You don't want it to be different. No, right. you just want, want it to, to be able to hold together. Cause the, the goals are multifaceted, right? One is you want, um, uh, an all weather easy to maintain right right yeah. all weather right. easy to maintain doesn't get all torn up and then you have to regrow or figure out how to you know quick plant between seasons or i don't know what the hell they have to do like in green bay which i think is still still grass 
Um, but yeah, I, I assume that those are all factors in this, in this, and I did make those make sense to me. It's like, yeah, it's a big professional league. You want to keep as much equality on the ground as possible, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how you also, how, how they, um, reconcile that with the fact that green Bay is turf or, you know, actual grass versus yeah. Vegas which is obviously turf so I don't know I don't know how they do it but well and one of the other reasons you were talking about lower maintenance but s- some of the other big reasons for astroturf in places are places like Vegas like Arizona Arizona yeah uh, you know where the, <laughs> it's not easy to grow grass and keep it green <laughs> hot you know? and dry yeah yeah exactly so they kind of make the claim they need to and and um there was a in the article, it talked about, uh, I think in Arizona, there was, um, they actually had, uh, in Super Bowl 57, um, so not too long ago, but they had, uh, they had a real grass on their field in Glendale, Arizona at the State Farm Stadium. And they spent $800,000 on the grass. And it was still patchy and needed to be painted green for the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right. So. That's a that's a lot of money that they're trying to save yeah. with um, and environmental ar- arguments are made right like you're spending a ton of water to try yeah. to keep it green right um, and and all that kind of stuff so the question is does all this effort to save money and save water and save energy is it worth it because are people just going to be injured more? The place that they start, the NFL Players Association, they they don't just claim the injuries are higher, uh, but they also did a poll, and apparently, ninety two percent of NFL players prefer to play on real grass as well. Oh, that's interesting. That is yeah. that's a, a bigger number than I would have expected. Yeah, yeah. Did it, was it? Um, I'm curious, like if it trended. Uh, more northern states or southern states, like hotter places, cooler places? Well, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't have that data. I didn't see any yeah. data about that. But it's it does bring up what I think is an interesting thing. I always say, Brian, you've got a mind for the data. You're always thinking about stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's uh, – you, you can't just look at the numbers. because So if you want to look right. at the numbers um, – the, the NFL publishes data on the, – the type of injuries we're talking about are typically what are called non-contact lower extremity injuries. Um, okay. So lower extremity being like... Testicles. Yeah, <laughs> testicles. Um, sure. Why not? We're talking about like the, things in the legs and the feet, right? Yeah, knees, shins. Yeah. yeah right. You're just, yeah. Unco- you're just uh, you're unaware where Brian keeps his testicles, that's all. So. <laughs> no, I'm very aware. That's why I agreed with him. Um, <laughs> gotcha. The... Uh, the but anyway the data that they showed was about non-contact lower extremity injuries and on natural versus artificial grass fields and to summarize the data they basically showed that grass consistently showed a lower rate of injury um but it wasn't that much lower hmm. and that's the key and that's what you really got to think about when you can't just see that it's lower right, right? um grass showed per 100 plays so like Football play, you know, this is how football works, right? Yeah, there football plays. plays. Sure. sure. Plays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First and 10, I get it. Yeah. So every 100 plays, grass shows about three between 3.3 to 4.1 injuries. All right. Okay. Artificial shows 
between four and 4.8 injuries. So we're not talking about a big, pretty minimal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and also if you look at the data, they show the error bars, the error bars, because this was year by year that they showed the data, the error bars on each year overlap each other. Now, this might not immediately be like, oh, to anybody but a statistician. But, <laughs> but um, what that basically means is that, that, that some, t- some of, the, some of the, the real grass fields have higher than artificial grass the, there are some the yeah there yeah. are some real grass fields that have higher average injury rate than the artificial ones and vice versa some of the artificial ones will have lower mm-hmm. um so it's it really muddles the what you can actually figure That's, out and so yeah whenever you look at data and the margin for error like it's a really close pair of numbers and then they say the margin of error is two or three percent and that overlaps yeah. what those that two or three percent could could shift either one of those to be the dominant and in, in mine it's almost like okay well that's kind of non-data <laughs> right exactly yeah at the very least or it just shows that it's much closer yeah or, or that it what it what it says to me is that if there that this is not the way to parse this data mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so there may be some differences somewhere about injury rates of lower extremity injury rates but um but it's not going to be by looking at year by year artificial grass versus so maybe you need to look at stadium by stadium right mm-hmm. Interesting. and it turns out that there was an independent analysis that did that um and they found that some of the best fields in terms of injury rates like like lowest injury rates yeah. are artificial and some of the worst fields are um or real grass. Yeah. Now, that's that's not to say that I'm not trying to say that real grass is worse and artificial is better. I'm just saying that some of those existed in those regions. Of course, some of the worst fields were, were both artificial and real, and right. vice versa. Right. So and I'm sure there's a lot of you know there there's and I here's here's where I, I don't know what's directly under the the sod or the turf in the natural grass versus the astroturf fields like mm-hmm. how much how much dirt is there before you get to concrete i know in the case right. of uh uh legion field there's or legion stadium there was it's a concrete thing that the grass was on top of and they basically tried to they get the grass from la and they had to put it outside to dry out for a few days because they didn't want to have the wet grass problem that they had a, a few years ago with people getting injured um, so that that feels like that's as much a factor in all this. Well, right. this stadium has astroturf, but there's two inches of padding between the concrete and the astroturf, or whatever there yeah. is. Um, also, the severity, like the, the the injury reports, when you're looking at those, this number of injuries per hundred plays versus this number of injuries per hundred plays. Yeah. The seriousness of the injury. If it's something that's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, we had more injuries, but they were all like, walk it off, you're fine. Versus like, oh no, this person needed uh, ice, and, <laughs> and we're out yeah, for the and, rest of the game, kind of thing. And to be fair for the uh, to the the NFL report, I think that they were reporting injuries that that caused players to lose time, um, mm-hmm. like they weren't able to play in the next X number of games. Um, so, so they were considering decent injuries, not just like, you know, like, oh, I 
cramped a muscle and I just need to, you know, stretch it a couple of times. That's not, they're talking okay. about something a little okay. bit they're, more they're, serious. They do have like a, they do have like a barometer for what determines an injury and it's, and it's. Yeah, but. It's not narrow so, definition. Okay. Yeah. 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 But that's, that's one of the problems that the article pointed out was that if, so everywhere that you look, there's a lot of different. Uh, studies and and papers that are written trying to suss things out about injuries when it comes to lots of different things when it comes to football because mm-hmm. football is uh, among professional sports I think the highest injury rate um, uh, so 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 reducing injuries is something that they're always talking about um, but uh, but they in this article they talked about how all these different papers have different definitions, like you were saying, Brian, have different definitions of what an injury is, not just the severity, but mm-hmm. where where the injury is if they report but they report it as an injury well this paper is talking about head injuries and lower extremity injuries this paper is talking about acl tears only you know like Mm -hmm. stuff like that and there needs to be a a more consistent reporting of these injuries if you're going to make decisions based on it you know sure um Claire in the chat made a comment she she was uh joking saying so to summarize it depends (laughs) <laughs> yes, but you know what? That when you're talking about controversy, that mm-hmm. often is what the truth is: is right. that it's complicated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost that, always. That's why it's a controversy. Well, is because and, it's complicated, mm-hmm. and the fact that it depends means that it there's there's less of a difference than if it's like, oh yeah, no, it doesn't depend. Uh, AstroTurf is way worse, or right, or right. natural grass is way worse. The fact that it depends does mean it's like, all right, it's closer to being in the middle, and maybe there are other things that need to be looked at to prevent injury besides right. the grass. Well, let right. me let me exactly. ask you this, Bobby, because something I noticed last night in the game, mm-hmm. the helmets have changed a lot. Uh, in recent years and yeah. it wasn't just for like design. It looks cool, but there's this little bump in the back yeah. now. Yeah. There's also this weird little thing absorption in front, plate right, absorption back, plate yeah. right in the front as well. It's like this weird uh-huh. cutout. And I thought initially I was like, well, oh, these are cool designs. The whole, the whole league's doing it. Interesting. And then I went, well, it's probably not that. And I looked it up. So all of these new helmet techs mm-hmm. are designed to, not just take better hits, but also measure them. And, you know, there's all kinds of stuff going on with that. Yeah. Does that mitigate this data? Is it included in it? Do they take in account, you know, advancements in equipment? Most of the, mostly they're just looking at injury rates over time. And um, the, I think as far as I can tell, the NFL Players Association, who's really the ones that are pushing for this change to be all real grass, everywhere into ban artificial they're just looking at the reports of lower extremity and specifically non-contact injuries and that's important too we're talking about injuries where there was actually one last night i i looked it up to see if there were any there was yeah. one last night one of the i don't know who it was some one green, of the 49ers green something yeah, is that the one where when he was running out after yes. the punt return, he ran out on the field and and got injured? Yeah, and he was sitting on the sidelines, and yeah. uh, and a bunch of them were running on, and he got a few. St- I saw a video <clears> of it. He got you know maybe five or six steps out, and then collapsed, crumpled. Yeah, yeah, and and he had an Achilles tendon uh, tear, yeah, or snapped. or some kind of an injury, and that's the type that they're talking about. Not necessarily moving onto the sidelines, but there's lots of them, you know, like a wide receiver catch. One of the famous ones that really got people starting 
in the public to talk about, and this became a big controversy was was um back in uh in a uh, I don't remember the year. It was 2022. I got it right here. Um, Super Bowl 56. OBJ Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, um, he was a wide receiver for the Rams, and he had an ACL tear after catching a ball, and there were no defenders around. So just he just yeah. caught the ball, hit the ground, and the foot went a weird way, um, and the knee twisted, and uh, and got got a got an injury. There was Aaron Rodgers tore an Achilles tendon in a similar situation in 2023 last year's season. Um, okay. So it doesn't. That's the type they're talking about is what they call non-con. But then again. Different places, different reporting places will define non-contact differently because some will say, oh, well, maybe it's non-contact if they get pushed, but then the injury happens as a result of them hitting the ground. Is that Mm. called, is that, you know, does that count as non-contact or not because it wasn't a result of the primary hit, you know? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, that's things that need to be defined, especially if you're trying to make decisions that you're claiming are going to benefit the health of players, right? Right. You want to make changes that are actually going to change things because, and so the, the, if, and when it comes to ACL tears and, and Achilles tears, all these lower extremities things, the, the real, when the when the cleats meet the <laughs> turf, um, is is about that actual contact. It's it's and that's what this paper kind of, or this article is talking about is that what the, one of the kind of conclusions is that it's very nuanced and it goes back to what Claire said, right? It depends. Sure. Um, is because it really depends on what kind of cleats are you wearing and what is the is the is the turf that you're on because what really matters is the traction between the cleats and the ground. Sure. Because studies have absolutely shown that the thing, the main thing, the main contributing factor to lower limb injuries is what it's called rotational traction. So when your foot hits the ground, whether it twists, kind of splits okay. or slips, whether it yeah. slides in a rotational way mm-hmm. under, under you. Yeah. And if you can reduce that, then you reduce the amount of injuries by like four to five times. It's like playing, it's like, um, I don't know, playing in, in butter or on ice or something. You don't right. have that friction control for the, for the more micro movements. We're not talking about big slips like, woo, like they do on Lambeau Field sometimes in the snow. You're talking about these little like you've planted your foot. The yeah, normal thing is you've got a grip it, yeah. and now you're going to turn this way. And normally that's fine. But if it's not holding or it gives, that's when you get in trouble. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. And so maybe the the result is, or maybe the, the solution is, look at those stadiums on an individual basis. Look at what type of grass are they using? What type of cleats are their home team playing in? You know, like, try to figure out if there's a pattern, if there's a sensible way to, to increase that traction there. Yeah. And some, some people just claim... Oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say there's so much concern about concussive injury that I think mm-hmm. some of this other stuff gets left to the side or we don't think about it well, as much. Well, that's another point, though, that people make is why is the Players Association even focusing on this? Because here's the bottom line. Um, American football is <laughs> a bunch of really big people moving really fast into each other. Yeah, yeah. You're going to have a lot of injuries, you yeah. know? And yeah. so if you want to reduce those injuries... Do we want to focus on this? Because because maybe 
this data, maybe there's nothing in that true in that data. And it really just is that people are, these injuries are going to happen because of the nature of the sport and that you should be focusing on other things. I, I think the head injuries, the head trauma is a definitely a good thing to focus on. Oh, for on. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. They get like this. See these guys grunting? I'm hearing it. Yeah, they want to they want to smack in each other's head as hard as they can. They want to stop that ball. They want to, you know, their motivations literally up with uh, Scott and Brian. Yeah. <laughs> their 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 motivations literally are all about I need to push this back. I need to stop this. I need this person to go down. As long yeah, as that's yeah. the sport, the focus has to be on, you know. Yeah. That's By the way, I couldn't see the video Scott, but if you keep watching that, I'm going to throw boiling water on you. <laughs> You know, yeah. now that you say it, it's probably not great. Um, I was trying to find a good hit effect here. Let's try this one. Let's try that again. Why didn't that work? Hold on. Okay, let's try this one. Oh, that, that's, oh that's a good crunchy one. Ooh, that's a nice God, crunchy that's helmet. Some Foley work right there. Yeah. I like a good body. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's good stuff, man. Giggity. Yeah, big giggity. <laughs> Anyway, well, this is fascinating. Um, you yeah. know, we went from here's a big national sport moment to let's go deeper and talk yeah. about other things. Yeah. Uh, also, That's I, what gets me yeah. interested in the Super Bowl. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. No, and I can see why. I love, like you, I love data. I love hearing about these things and, and yeah. uh, like seeing what, um, you know, what kinds of, of statistics we can see between things like natural grass, turf. Yeah. You should do a whole. You should do a whole episode on this, Bobby. Are you going to, or have you, or will you? And I, we're not planning on it. But you know what we did do on the episode that just came out on Monday mm. is on our podcast all around science. Do you have your pens and pencils ready to yep. write that down? <laughs> right here. Look at this. I'll say it again. All around science. Hold on. Let me let me write this down. All. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm really um, that's uh, so we talk about science, and we just talked about the cicada. You've heard of cicadas, um, yeah. and their and their swarms. Well, they're this year in the spring. There's going to be a once in a once in two centuries event, which is a double brood swarm is happening. Oh god, oh, double brood swarm! Once. That's my yeah. favorite StarCraft expansion. I <laughs> love that one. Across the sky! Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Scary, dude. Wow, is so. that uh, is it going to be like the grasshopper apocalypse in Vegas that we had uh, a few years ago? This, <laughs> this double brood cicada. Yeah. Uh, it will be like that, yeah, wow. but it won't be in Vegas, yeah. of course. They don't. I don't think yeah. there's cicadas over there, but where will it? Um, where will we mostly see this wet, wetter climes? South, the yeah. southeast, and up th- up through states like Indiana and and stuff like that, through Missouri and Arkansas. That's cool. Um, so that's cool. It's going to be all over the place, and we talk a lot about it. What, why it's a big deal, and why it is that the last time that this happened was when Thomas Jefferson was president. Oh my gosh, dude! Um, really? Is that so? That's that's crazy. That's a long yeah. time ago. We haven't <laughs> yeah, had that uh, since then. That's amazing. I don't know why I'm so shocked it, by that. Is but, singer uh, John Cicada going to get uh, involved with any of this? I hope not. Uh, surprise! Surprise! Special interview. Ooh, oh, excellent. wow. <laughs> I'm, nice. That's a get. That's a really that's good a get. That's a huge get. Nicely done, I guys. Hope, I, hope, I hope I'm not about to disappoint any fans. Uh, <laughs> well, you and Mora should be uh, thankful. John Cicada's been disappointing people for decades, so I think you're just fine. <laughs> yeah, you'll be all right. Well, Bobby, this stuff's right. always great. Uh, again, all around science, wherever you get it, uh, it's available all places. And uh, Bobby, it's always nice having you here. Is there anything else you'd Thank like to you. say to content to uh, complete your time in front of us? No, here today? 
there's not. <laughs> Goodbye then. <laughs> well, then he's gone then. No um, you. Okay. No you. <laughs> Uh, all right, we are done. Uh, real quick note, though, however, uh, so tonight, if you want to watch us play a little Unreal Tournament or even play yourselves, if you can get in, I think we have 20 slots or something, 24. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time today. And after that, Carter will be home uh, from work and I will be sitting down with her for another episode of the Monday show. If you missed it last nice. Monday, uh, we will have an actual working rss feed for the podcast tonight as well and of course the video archives will always be up for people uh so come check it out i hear that show has um has made uh, the boomtown rats and bob geldoff really change their tune yeah big time yeah yeah Ooh, you just reminded me of something oh really i wanted to ask you because i assume you've either seen it or you're going to and if you have seen it i want to know the greatest uh night in pop music yes uh, history yes it's on my list to watch this week okay because i'm so curious about it dude oh i've heard so many good things i can't wait to watch it yeah i wish there was one i I, you know i'm excited to see this one but man i wish there was one for band-aid oh yeah band-aid would be good that was more my music than uh Mm -hmm. than the people that they got for this one but if nothing else uh i'm hoping I'll finally learn why Dan Aykroyd uh, performed with uh, uh, We Are the World. With, uh, oh, are we going to finally get an answer to that? We'll finally get that. an answer to that. Exactly. Yes. We, are we going to get info about why uh, Bob, um, not Geldof, uh, Bob, uh, the other Bob. Uh, Newhart? No. Odenkirk? Oh, the singing guy from, he's a classic. Dylan? Dylan, why Bob Dylan looks so grumpy the whole time or why, um, <laughs> or not grumpy, he just looked confused. Well, that's he was know, like, that's what's going on here, you know? And then you yeah. got, but Michael Jackson, there are people dying. <laughs> it's time to lend a hand. <laughs> and, uh, Michael Jackson looked like irritated. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's you know, her I hear, name? Uh, I hear Lionel Richie was more instrumental in this whole thing than um, than we even give him credit. We think of it as like a uh, who's the producer behind it? Um, was it Quincy Jones? Quincy Jones. It's what for whatever reason, for whatever reason that's what I'm thinking with this. Yeah. Like there was a Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson deal, and no, Lionel Richie apparently was the the dude who who at the AMAs cornered people and said, no, no, we need you for this. We need to get you for this. Oh, interesting. Oh, yeah, here it is. It even says uh, the song was written by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie and produced yeah. by Quincy Jones and there Michael okay. Omartian, Omart- Omartian, however you say his name. Okay. I didn't know Michael Jackson co-wrote that song with Lionel Richie. Yeah, yeah, and he has a totally different writing style. He doesn't, he basically, uh, from what I hear, records he gets the melody or got i guess he's not around anymore mm. got the melodies in his head the, 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 spoiler alert michael jackson not around yeah anymore. he's not here got the melodies in his head would sing them into a tape recorder then take that tape out and put another tape in and record a drum beat and then he'd take that tape out and put another one and somehow you play all these tapes together and you you get the uh, this demo version of a song I wow hear it's amazing. That is yeah. amazing. Well, it looks good, and I want to see it. So thanks for reminding me. Yeah, uh, That's going to do it for today's show. So uh, watch all that stuff tonight. Also, if you're looking for more stuff about us, go find it at frogpants.com slash TMS. Brian, it's time to get out of here. Would you please play us a song so we can do that? 
I guess. Yeah, this is, uh, we talked about, did we, did we talk about Bruce Springsteen? He's involved in that thing, mm. in that uh, We Are the World, and he's uh, interviewed uh, in, in it as well. Um, Bruce uh, inspired this, this email right here. Hayden wrote in and said, Hey, Brian and Scott, I turned 30 on February 1st. I'm getting to a lot of these older ones that, uh, that I missed in the first part of the month because we had a lot in the first part of the month. Yeah. Hey, Brian and Scott, turning 30 on February 1st, which I think is also Brian's son's birthday, so happy birthday to him as well. Getting really into my old man era and listening to a lot of Bruce Springsteen and Pink Floyd lately. Mm. Love the show. Been listening since the ELR days. Re-listening to episodes constantly on my iPod video at school. Oh, the old iPod video. <laughs> wow. I hope it's the uh, the black one with kind of the bulbous front, like it's a little bit rounded on the front. I like that one. Yeah. Thanks for all the memories over the years. Signed, Hayden. Awesome. Aww. Love that, hearing that. That's and, great. Um, Love it. That's so cool. Uh, Yeah, he says, uh, any cover of older Bruce Springsteen, preferably something harder or rockier. So, you know, I'm not going for the uh, the Ghost of Tom Jode stuff or the the Born in the USA stuff. I'm going a little bit earlier to Darkness on the Edge of Town and a song called Adam Raised a Cane. This one uh, covered here by a band that I that I love and hope to get to see live. They perform at the um, the Stanley Hotel, the hotel that inspired Stephen King to write The Shining. And one of these years, I want to go see one of their shows up there because apparently they go up there a lot, sometimes even on Halloween. Murder by Death is the band. Their As You Wish Volume 2 from 2015 included this cover of Bruce Springsteen's Adam Raised a Cane. Put me 
Get more at frogpants.com. Now let's get back to our story. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.